Hello, and welcome to the 92,000 Hours Podcast. I'm your host, Annalisa Holcomb. This, my friends, is the last episode of season four. This has been a big season for us, and for me personally. Over the course of this season, I have done something completely different. Rather than interview amazing guests, I've run a workshop series, which has meant that I've had to be more vulnerable publicly than I have ever been. This deep work only makes a difference if we're willing to actually dig in and open ourselves up. This means both getting curious and getting honest with ourselves. I've tried my best to model that throughout this season, and I have to admit, it gets a little scary. Podcasting is a lot like screaming into the void. All of that effort and hoping that someone actually hears it and gets something from it. I do receive comments and thoughts from listeners. And for those of you who've done so, thank you. Truly, you have no idea how much it means to me and the team. So today, we're wrapping up the workshop series. We'll do some reflecting, but we still have some important exercises for you to help you understand all of the wisdom you've collected over this season and a way to make it actionable. So let's get started. First, we need to talk about the subjects we've covered during this season. Each one was important. We curated this work intentionally, both in terms of the subjects and the sequence. All of it is necessary. And in order for us to get closure that has significance, it's important to review and reflect. We're going to start at the beginning. And in the beginning, it was all about trust. We had you ask some hard questions about yourself, such as, when you think about trust, do you start with when your trust was broken? Why is that? How does that apply differently in your personal life, your professional life? and your societal life. We had you take a trust quotient that told you a lot about yourself and your own trustworthiness. And then we moved on to vulnerability. In that episode, we talked about how charged even the word vulnerability is and how differently we may have comfort with that word as compared to the words bravery or courage. So we asked, When was the last time you felt vulnerable? Or put a different way, when was the last time you were brave? What made that moment brave? What was the vulnerability you were overcoming in order to be courageous? We also talked about the importance of boundaries, of understanding who's earned the right to truly see you. We emphasized the importance of identifying your square squad, The people Brene Brown has identified as those individuals whose opinions and constructive criticism really matter. Remember them, because we're going to talk about them in our lesson today as well. Our third workshop this season was on identity. In this episode, we discussed how our social identities combined with our personal identities to create the way that we see ourselves operating in the world and even create the ways that we see the world itself. We completed an exercise to help us determine our own given, chosen, and core identities, 
and provided ways to understand how we bring those identities with us to work. Then we built on our growing understanding of ourselves in our fear workshop, where I asked you existentially, what are you afraid of? And for our purposes, what are you afraid of at work? That you'll get fired? That you'll succeed? That your opinions won't be valued? That underneath it all, the work isn't fulfilling? We asked you to write down those fears and name them. And then we asked you to explore them. What led to this fear? Are there mental models you have about yourself, your work, your value, the world that are informing these fears? Is there objective evidence to support your mental models? What are the things you can do to address them? What things are unable to be addressed? And what does that mean for you and for your career? And then we explored our values. We thought about the values that were both explicitly and implicitly expressed in our childhood homes, in our current homes, and in our workplaces. And we completed a value sorting exercise where we ultimately identified our own top three values and defined what they mean to us. In the priorities episode, we reviewed the object lesson made popular by Stephen Covey. We named our big rocks and talked about the importance of focusing on them first. We also talked about essentialism and the benefit of putting our effort into those things that we are best at. And we heard our friend Lee Payne remind us that it is not only okay, but imperative that we say no. And when we allowed ourselves to think about walking a different path in our lives, we opened up to possibility. We explored what happens when we allow ourselves to imagine with that childlike wonder we once had about our potential futures. Would you still pursue that unlikely job or role if you truly felt free to do so? And if you wouldn't, is there some aspect of that role that you remain really attracted to? And can you incorporate that into your life in some other way? And finally, in our most recent episode, we engaged in prompts about who we are and boiling it all down to what we truly believe. In the This I Believe episode, I shared my own personal belief statements, realized over time, and developed into stories. This kind of sense-making, if you take the time, can be a powerful guide in your career and in your life and in your relationships. And we learned in that episode that, not surprisingly, the advice you might be looking for just might be your own. So that journey over months and because of the hiatus we took for our own grief, actually that journey over years has been a really long one. I just boiled it down really quickly, but it was a lot. And today we plan to bring all of that information together and provide you with a sense of purpose and closure. So to do that, we have one more exercise. And for this exercise, 
I want you to think about this statement. Are you a human being or a human doing? Honestly, I think we're all both, but our society often has us focus on the human doing aspect. I bet everyone listening to this podcast has a to-do list somewhere. And when you meet someone, do you or they start with, hi, what do you do? We'll talk about our work first, (laughs) and then our plans and our next steps. We measure ourselves on the next promotion or getting married or having kids, buying a new car, getting a house. And those things, of course, are okay. They're important. And we're doing a lot to be able to accomplish those things. But what we miss in our conversations with each other and in when we describe each other and what we measure, what we often miss is the being aspect of our humanity. You know, all of those moments of the journey. It isn't just checking the box on buying that house. It's the dreaming about what a house means to you, about what it represents, about the love that you want to put inside it. Can you imagine if we met new people and instead of first asking, what do you do? Instead, we asked, what do you love? Who do you love? What is lighting you up right now? Can you imagine the different types of conversations we'd be having? We as humans are so much more than what we do. I'm recording this episode in January of 2024, and New Year resolutions are still being talked about. As I was preparing for this episode, I watched a great TED Talk about this subject from a man named Alex Gibb, in which he mentioned his own New Year reflections and the tick marks he'd make. Whether it was getting a promotion at work, tick, or visiting friends in Brussels, no tick. So instead of New Year's resolutions about the things he wanted to do, he started writing about how he wanted to be. Creative, adventurous, loving. And every few months of the year, he'd check in to see if he was living those values, if he was being, if his being while he was on his journey reflected how he wanted to live a life. What an amazing way to be able to view our lives. How can we ensure that we're not only doing the things that matter to us personally, but that we are also being in the way that aligns with us meaningfully. So to check in on that, I'd like you to do one more exercise. If this workshop were a university course, this would be your final exam. You know yourself now, and we'd like to turn this knowledge into action. So we've provided information on this exercise in the accompanying workshop on our blog at www.connectioncollaborative.com slash blog. So let's get to it. Take out a piece of paper and divide it into four quadrants. The top left horizontal line should say being slash thinking. The top right horizontal line should say doing. 
The top vertical axis should say, saying yes. And the lower vertical axis should say, saying no. Now, take 20 minutes or a half an hour. Give it the time and the attention and list two to three things in each of those quadrants. In the top left quadrant, think of several things that you will say yes to being or thinking. Under that, what will you say no to being or thinking? On the right side, what will you say yes to doing? And on the bottom right, what will you say no to doing? This looks hard, this blank paper in front of you, but you can do it. Think about what you've learned about yourself over this last workshop and be honest with yourself. and Identify what you really want to be free of and what you really want to do more of. This can be an incredibly impactful exercise. It simply depends on how seriously you take it. So get to work. I'll wait. But if I know you, and if you're like me, you'd love an example. So I'll give you my own. I did this work, and it changes up a little bit every year. But ultimately, when I look at what I've done in past years, it's pretty similar. So in my I say yes to being or thinking quadrant, I have the following statements. I say yes to believing in myself. I say yes to my own ambition. I say yes to optimism. In my say yes to doing quadrant, I have the following statements. I say yes to speaking up even when I'm not sure others are listening to me. I say yes to taking up space. I say yes to continuing to pursue this connection collaborative work because I know it's worthwhile. In my say no to being thinking quadrant, I have the following statements. I say no to my self-defeating mental models and self-limiting thoughts. I say no to situations that don't honor my boundaries. And finally, in my say no to doing quadrant, I have the following statements. I say no to so many meetings that could have been emails. I say no to doing more than my own fair share of housework in my household. I say no to wasting precious time and brain space on so much social media. I share these examples of how I use this worksheet to focus on what I need and what I'd really like to commit to moving forward. My life will be better when I really do these things. What does yours look like? If you've given this at least the 20 minutes of deep thought and effort it deserves, backed up by the full workshops we've completed this season, I would imagine that these statements and the areas of your life you will say yes and no to are really quite powerful. <laughs> so congratulations. By doing that work just now, you've finished the 92,000 hours final exam. 
So now it's time for your commencement ceremony. And to do this, you're going to need your square squad. Again, a reminder, those are the people in your life. Maybe it's just one person, but it could be up to a handful that you turn to for their constructive criticism and opinions. The people who hold you with care and love and who you can be vulnerable with. The people who deserve your vulnerability. You're going to need them with you to share in your 92,000 hours commencement ceremony. So here's what I'd like you to do. Using masking tape, a long tape measure, even a belt, a rope, find something that you can place on the floor that creates a line that you must cross by stepping over it. A member of your square squad should stand on the other side of that line holding your saying yes and saying no statements so that you can read them. When I did this with my students, I'd stand on one side of the masking tape line on the floor and each student would stand on the other side and read their saying yes and saying no statements out loud in front of the other members of our group, which really were their own square squad, their own personal board of directors. This act of saying what you will and will not think and do out loud, the ways that you commit to yourself, and then crossing that line to the new you is significant. This is your gift to yourself. And bringing in someone who will understand the significance of your saying yes and saying no statements, and who can be present with you and hold you accountable to honoring those statements will make them even more meaningful. So really, do this for yourself. It will make a huge difference in your life. Make this special. Say your statements out loud. Feel the meaning that you put into them and the gravity of what honoring them would actually mean to you. Commit to them. Make sure you're ready because when you take that step to cross that line, you are committing that you will not be the same. I've had students step over that masking tape line by dancing or doing cartwheels or jumping with both feet or sometimes even falling into someone's arms. So think about it. Once you cross that line, you're taking ownership of living more authentically. And as the you who knows who you are, what you value, and what brings you meaning. I hope you and your square squad honor the moment with a toast, a hug, a glass of wine, or a nice dinner. And I hope you'll share it with me. I'd love to know what you are saying yes and saying no to in your life and what it felt like to cross that line and commit to yourself. Congratulations. You've now completed our 92,000 hours workshop season. It's been quite a journey and we hope you've learned a lot about yourself. Even though I've done this work for many years, I learn something about myself every time I do any of these lessons. I certainly did this year and I hope you enjoyed it. If you have, please let us know. You can reach me at Annalisa at 
connectioncollaborative.com. Or you can leave a comment on our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok. And stay tuned for next season. We'll be back with more interviews with our experts next door. We'll have a separate special episode on grief soon. We received a lot of feedback on our grief episode, and we have several guests we'd like to talk with on this subject. It certainly resonated. Until then, please keep in touch and keep listening. When I go back and listen to these, I get more every time. And like us on all of your favorite social media. We will still have really good things to talk about until our next season. We're also working on new opportunities, including our Transformation Collaborative, where you can join others in diving deep and doing some of this season's workshop in community and with my coaching and facilitation. I'd love to get to know you in this way, and I'd love to watch you dig in deeper. You can learn more on our website at www.connectioncollaborative.com. Thanks, everyone. Stay tuned for next season. I hope you'll join us.